Welcome back to the Spirits Guy podcast. I am Rich, your guide through the intoxicating world of spirits, books, movies, music, and really anything that I find spiritual and feel like connects us as human beings. And this is TNT Thursday night tastings, just a little something to get you ready for the weekend. And I don't think I have ever been this excited to do a Thursday night tasting. Uh, I think I have found my new favorite craft distillery. Now, these these sort of craft whiskeys are are popping up seemingly all the time, and we've tasted a bunch of them. A uh, new riff now available in Massachusetts. Finally, great great stuff. Love them. Uh, the hard truth stuff, pretty good, interesting. Uh, I love the stuff that I've tasted from Chattanooga, uh, which is not available up here in Mass. Uh, there's been a bunch of these craft distilleries. Some of them are good. Some of them are misses. Some of them are way overpriced. But what I've got sitting here right in front of me is magic. Um, and to kind of set the stage of how this came into my being, kind of a funny story, I was at work one day and I was meeting with a rep that I I like, but that rep works for a company that I don't like. And we've sort of had this this battle going on for a couple of years uh, with sales reps from that company that I didn't particularly care for. Uh, and finally, I got a rep that I like, who's a rep that I had uh, a relationship with. Uh, years prior and I knew was in the company and they didn't want to give it to and whatever. So now she is back to being my rep at the store and, you know, they're fighting to get my business back. And we were discussing, you know, new products that they have coming in. And she said, Oh yeah, no, we, we've got a new uh, line of whiskey, uh, some middle West spirits or something. I, I don't know. I'll get you more info on them. And I thought, all right, well, whatever. And, over her shoulder, I see my friend Glenn uh, come in the door, who is always great when Glenn stops by the store to visit. Uh, and I see he's got a brown paper bag in his hand, so I'm getting really excited because Glenn also always brings me really, really cool stuff to taste. So the rep leaves, and, and Glenn kind of approaches me in my area, and he pulls this bottle out of the bag, and it's a bottle of Middle West Spirits rye whiskey and i thought like this this is meant to be we were just talking about this middle west and i said have you tried it and he said no i found it in some little store in some small town and uh I, quite honestly i don't know if he even mentioned the store just said it was a, a small little store in a small town saw it thought it looked interesting grabbed it for himself and then on his way home, decided to, you know, stop in and, and share a pour with me. And what I tasted, well, I'm going to taste again. I This is without a doubt, uh, you know, sometimes when we taste these craft distilleries, uh, their whiskey oftentimes has what my friend Peter calls a shiny taste, uh, what my friend the BSO calls wood water. Um, I describe it as wet wood. It's, it's, we all speak it in a different language, but it all kind of means the same thing. So, you know, I'm kind of expecting to taste that. And I've tasted that in many other craft uh, 
uh, whiskeys. And I, I just, uh, all right. So here's what I can tell you about Middle West Spirits. They started as a company in 2008. They started distilling in 2010. Uh, they are out of Columbus, Ohio. And their straight rye whiskey is made with dark pumpernickel rye. Immediately, I am intrigued because I've never seen a whiskey made with dark pumpernickel rye. That sounds like something that maybe Chattanooga would do. Um, or even New Riff does some interesting different uh, you know, species of rye. So right away, I'm intrigued. And I'm looking at the bottle. The bottle is fantastic. You know, I'll have a picture up on Instagram. Actually, I put a picture of this bottle up already on Instagram. Uh, but I'll put a picture of both of these bottles up uh, as well. So this is 96 proof. If my eyes are reading the label here correctly. Yeah. So 96 proof. It's a 750 milliliter bottle. Great, great packaging. It's a three-year rye. Uh, and it's got a batch number on it, which means to me that they, you know, bottle by the batch. So there may be some batch variety uh, from bottle to bottle, but I'm okay with that. Because if they're all like this, uh, then batch after batch, we are in for a treat. All right. So three-year dark pumpernickel rye. And from what I was able to learn from their website, it looks like their bourbons and their ryes are both four grain mash bills, which is interesting to me. I don't feel like I've seen other than what Jeff Duckhorn did with the Redwood Empire bottled in bond rye, which is a four grain. Those are the only two four grain ryes I can think of off the top of my head. So the four grains are pumpernickel rye. Red winter wheat, yellow corn, and two row barley. They don't give you the breakdown of the percentages, but this is a rye, so it's at least 51% rye in the mash bill. And I mean, the color for a three year whiskey, I wouldn't be surprised if they were using number four char. It's got a real depth of color for a three year whiskey that's aged in Ohio. So this is really kind of a mind blower to me just because it, you know, I was excited to try it. It looked interesting, but what you get in the glass, here we go. Mm. It's flawless. This whiskey is flawless. As my friend Peter likes to say, it's got perfect balance. It's harmonious. You know, the oak doesn't have that weird kind of woody flavor to it. It's got a nice sweetness. This is unlike any other rye I have ever had. You know, I've started to sort of break down rye into two sort of categories. There's either that 95.5 sort of green apple, spearmint, sometimes dill, herbal rye. And then there's kind of the, the barely legal ones that are more sort of caramel and, and peppercorn to me. Um, maybe you guys kind of taste it differently, but 
that's sort of the the two styles of rye that are really sort of in my head. This leans towards that darker, richer caramel, but you get like that that kind of pumpernickel flavor, you know, like like pumpernickel toast with like, you know, sweet cream butter on it. It's, you know, the proof is spot on. It's, you know, 96 proof. So there's nothing bashful about that, but it doesn't drink like it's 96 proof. Not at all. Uh, this is, if you're a customer of mine at Wachusett Wine and Spirits, this will be in my store. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, I don't know if it'll be in then, but at least by the following week, this will be on the shelf in the store. As soon as I tasted it, I thought I have to have this bottle I, instantly. It's that good. It is one of the best rye whiskeys I have ever tasted, hands down. Not just one of the best new brands of rye. Overall, one of the best rye whiskeys I have ever tasted, hands down. I'm going to finish this. Mm. So good. It's so... And and like Glenn said when we tasted it, if you had told me that was a bourbon and not a rye, I'm not sure I would dispute that. It's that well balanced. You know, it's like a spicier bourbon, it, for lack of a better way to put it. It's big. It's round. Wow. And the finish just keeps on going. And you know that it's a great bottle when you crack it. You taste it without letting it breathe. It's flawless. And then while you're having a conversation, you find yourself pouring a second glass almost instinctively. And that's what we were doing with this. We were, we just kind of tasted it. I was like, yeah, I, I need a little bit more of that. I need a little bit more of that. It was that good. Um, this is the first whiskey I have tasted that I went, this is a strong contender for whiskey of the year. It's that good to me. And I just kind of did the pricing. I, I just ordered it from my store. Uh, it's going to be 42 on the shelf. So as far as craft whiskeys go, 42 is a great, great price. Uh, so is it good? Yes. Uh, is it worth the money at 42 bucks all day long? Um, does the bottle start a conversation? Clearly, it, it, I hate the term, but it pops, you know, for my friend Glenn to be walking through a store, see it on the shelf and go like, whoa, it stood out to him. He then realized it was something he had never seen before uh, and instantly had to buy it. Uh, and I would have done the exact same. Uh, so a uh, little cork pop there, baby cork pop, but a cork pop nonetheless. <laughs> So what this did was it instantly made me <laughs> go out and find another store close by that carried some Middle West spirit stuff. And I found one close by, and this was the bottle that they had on the shelf. This is their Sherry Cask Finished Bourbon. About 90 bucks on the shelf, but I was so blown away by the rye, I didn't even flinch at the $90 price point. Again, this is a four-grain mash bill. I don't know the breakdown, uh, 
but it's red winter wheat, yellow corn, pumpernickel rye, two-row barley, aged for six years, and then finished in Spanish Solera sherry barrels. Uh, so we're six-year bourbon. And, you know, when you think these guys started distilling 12, 13 years ago, so a relatively young distillery to have all their own liquid. And that's another important thing for it. This isn't a new brand where they're sourcing. And again, I have nothing against that, but this is a new brand making their own juice in Columbus, Ohio, and they're just killing it. So this is a six-year bourbon. Uh, proof point, 97.25. And you guys know me. If it says sherry cask on the label, I am just, I'm, I'm a sucker. I'm all in. Uh, so this is the one that I grabbed. This is also the other one that will be coming into my store uh, very, very soon. They also make a ported version of the uh, the pumpernickel rye uh, that sometime down the road will also find its way to my shelves. And if you go to their website, they actually make a bunch of other products. But for now, those are the ones that are available here in Massachusetts. And right away on the nose, you're getting some of those sherry notes. Those kind of raisiny, uh, you know, plummy notes. A little bit of nuttiness. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Mmm. The sherry adds a nice touch. You know, we talk about it. Uh, you know, we just talked about it on Monday's podcast of how sometimes barrel finishing just sort of smooths out the rough edges. Sometimes it's done for an extended period of time where it's adding another layer of flavor. This, it's just there. It, it's subtle. It's somewhere in the middle. It adds a level of flavor but it's not a dominant level of flavor and it leaves enough of the base bourbon underneath it exposed for you to know that the bourbon is really good. Yeah, this is a winner and I get it's 90 bucks. Uh, so it's a bit of a splurge bottle. I probably won't buy a second one uh, just because it's, it's a lot of money. That being said, I will spend 90 bucks on this bottle, as opposed to, a, you know, a half dozen other quote unquote specialty limited release bottlings that are, you know, 70, 80, 90, 100 bucks on the shelf that we have tried that are just not good. Um, this is 90 bucks well spent to me. It comes in a cardboard tube. Uh, you guys know how I feel about that external packaging. Uh, I just feel like it adds another level of cost uh, and it's wasteful because you take the bottle out and you're going to throw that cardboard in your recycle bin along with the glass. So you're kind of doubling up on the waste, but I also get that it, it gives it a very sort of elegant presentation. And when you take the bottle out of the tube, it's got this gold ribbon around it, a big sort of gold metal sticker right on the top of the label. The label is very, very elegant and stylish. Uh, great job on the packaging. Uh, so is it good? Yes. This sherry finished bourbon is fantastic. Uh, is it worth the money? 
I think it is. When you take in all the factors of it's a craft distillery, they're just getting going. They're not gouge. I mean, I see some of these craft distilleries on like Sealbox, and they're like 125 bucks for four-year whiskey. I don't get that. I understand the cost associated with this. It's six years. You're getting sherry barrels. You're a craft distillery. The packaging is spot on. Yeah, it's worth every penny to me. Does the bottle start a conversation? I think so. I think this bottle looks so stylish and so elegant. And yet, in a way, it kind of looks like one of those bottles that you would discover in like your grandfather's basement that might have been lost from like the 30s or the 40s. Like it's got a very classic look to the label. I love everything about it. So there it is. My new favorite craft distillery, hands down, Middle West Spirits. Uh, if the rest of their lineup is this good, I look forward to this being a brand that I'm going to work with for many, many years to come. Uh, I don't often make these proclamations, I know, but I'm telling you guys, if you are a, a fan of rye whiskey, if you're a fan of just good whiskey in general, I, I get the $90 price point is a bit much, but this pumpernickel straight rye is worth every penny. I'm going to be preaching this from the mountaintops. Uh, so be, be forewarned when you come into my store, uh, you're going to get this one kind of thrown at you. All right, we'll wrap it up from here. Let you guys kind of get on with your week. Uh, hopefully you guys had a great St. Patrick's day. Uh, I know I kind of give it a little bit of crap and, you know, kind of, I don't like all the, the green beer and the, the, you know, drinking and fighting and puking stuff. Uh, but like I said on Monday, if you're getting together with good people and, and having these sort of human moments where you're connecting and, and having good spirits, I'm all for that. Just hopefully everybody did it sort of safely and responsibly and, you know, and had a good time uh, as well. And hopefully you guys have a great, great weekend. Uh, yeah, I will be back on Monday. You guys know me. I never know what I'm going to do until I'm actually doing it. So I'm not really sure what I'm going to be talking about on Monday, but I'll be back. I promise you that. And thank you, as always, for sticking around, listening all the way till the end. If you're still listening, that means you kind of like what I'm doing here. And if you do, you guys know the drill. Go to the podcast page, click that follow button, give it a five-star rating, share it out on your social media, follow on Facebook and Instagram where you can leave reviews and comments about the podcast and for everything else you can email me at the spirits guide 89 at gmail.com all right guys have a great weekend i'll talk to you on monday cheers